Real quick before we get started, this is the last call out to anybody who wants to jump into the Called to Coach Creative Mastermind because we start Tuesday, May 9th. That's six months of building your business intentionally, putting all the systems into place, creating the content that helps you know who you are as a coach and what you have to coach on and who you should be coaching so you can really talk to them and bring them in to build a thriving online business. It's a small group of amazing people who are ready to go after it all together. Link is in the show notes, but you got to do it this weekend. Okay, see you there. This is the Christian Life Coach Collective, and I'm your host, Laura Malone. We're talking all things coaching, concepts, tips, tools, self-coaching, mindset, faith foundations, and definitely entrepreneurship because I want to support your calling as a coach and help you build a thriving online business with God as your CEO. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Here we go. Sometimes we don't want to let the world see what we create, whether it's art, our writing, our business, our calling, our offer, any of our skills. And sometimes we say we don't want to share things, you know, internally to ourselves. We say it's because we're perfectionists and You know, in the past few episodes, I've been talking a lot about perfectionism and procrastination, things that really um, rob fruit from your life and kill fruit even. But perfectionism can be a mask for something else entirely. Fear of pain and more specifically, the fear of the pain of rejection can be masked by calling it perfectionism. And because honestly, it's safer to tell people we haven't started or finished something yet because we're perfectionists. And that's something that the world understands and sometimes even applauds, right? It's easier, safer to say. But try telling somebody that you fear the pain of rejection because putting out what you create into the world is a really vulnerable thing to do. And you'll find yourself feeling more rejected because it doesn't feel good to tell most people, I fear rejection, right? And in fact, if you're somebody somebody who can actually look somebody else in the eye and say, I fear rejection, I'm just going to say you're probably about 100 steps ahead of most of us. So when we create something, it's like a mother with a baby. You feel like this is mine. This is precious. This is important. It needs to be protected and shielded, and I'm the one to take care of it, right? That makes sense because you should care for what you create. And when you first start out, you feel like it's perfect in its natural form when you first create it. You know, it's just so beautiful. But then as you spend time with it and let it grow, you can see how it actually evolves into something even better. And your heart is connected to it, and you're doing a lot of work around it as it should be, right? After all, this is something born from within you and likely called like connected to your calling, maybe even your passion in in life, right? So when we show our creation to the world, we enter the judgment zone. And that can be a really scary place, especially when we share something before it's polished and finished. People are going to look at it. They're going to judge it against all kinds of things. They're going to judge it against 
what they would have done if they'd been the creator of it, what they have created already, what they've seen others create that are that's somewhat comparable to it, right? If you're an artist, you can work on something for a very long time until you feel like a painting, right? You feel like it's finished. It's ready to be shared. It's time to go to the gallery. It can be sold now. But as an entrepreneur, and especially as a coach, you have to put things out into the world that aren't complete yet because you need feedback on it for it to one day be complete. So it's complete in its beginning form before it, you know, it, it goes to that edited form. You know, you're going to refine it and you're going to polish it and then you're going to finish it. And the feedback you get is actually part of the refining process. You need to see if the offer you created is right for your audience. You have to begin the process and refine it a little bit. Then you actually have to share it. You have to intentionally choose to put it out there in a way that some are going to love it, some won't, and some are going to just dislike it altogether. This is what you can expect, and this needs to become okay. What you create is not for everyone, and they have permission to not choose it or not like it or not need it. Just like you want to have permission yourself to not choose, like, or need everything available to you. And it's not a rejection of you when somebody doesn't choose, like, or need what you offer. It's just not for them, or it's not just not for them right now. Maybe they're the wrong person for what you can offer right now. And if you want to work with different people than the ones who are currently choosing what you can offer, then you need to create a different offer that those people will choose like and need. But you never will know what to create for them if you don't allow something to be created put and put out into the world right now so you can refine it, get feedback on it, and figure out who does want it. So because you have to find out what you've created is what your people need, you have to enter the refining process with intention. So you can say, Hi, I can help you get these results in this amount of time for this price. And you're going to have to survive it when somebody says, no, thank you. Or I don't think I need that. Because you have to see this as a necessary part of the process you've entered. Every time somebody says no, you need to do an evaluation of why they said no. And you cannot do an honest evaluation of why they said no if it's all about you. If you make everybody else's rejection of your what you create about you, you will miss what you actually need to know for the refining process so that you can make it better or make it different based on what they need or do any type of polishing to ever get to finishing. You have to let it be about them. You have to say, well, who is that person? Where are they? Maybe ask more questions. Say, is it? Just not something you need right now, or do you not understand the value of it? Am I not clearly stating why this would be valuable to you? You have to actually take it away from I'm being rejected. What I've created is being rejected. My calling is being rejected. And you have to make it about them. The more self-focused navel-gazing you get about it, the more you're going to miss the information that you actually need so that you can create a 
a true offer that meets the needs of your ideal audience. You have to let yourself walk through this because you know that you'll need to share what you create with 100 people just to get five of them to say yes. Maybe three of them follow through and then maybe one of those three fall away. So the two of the hundred that are left are going to be crazy happy with what you created and they're going to tell everybody they know about the results they got by working with you. And then you're going to have the word of mouth referrals and the testimonials. Plus you get to keep refining what you offer and get more intel on it so you can get better and better and better. Not just at the offer, but at offering the offer. Have you ever gone to a store, let's just say a craft store, and you've seen something that was created and thought to yourself, I could do that way better than those people. And maybe you can put that in any context. Whatever you can do, have you seen somebody else doing it also and thought to yourself, I could do it better than they did it, but you're not doing it? The key is the crux of the matter. They did it and then they put it out in the world. And that's where the done is better than perfect because they did it. So if you judge the things that you think you could do better, well, the fact is, is what they did better than you did it, what well, better than you did was to offer it. They put it out in the world and that's how you came across it. So you have to ask yourself, what do you want? Do you want to sit on your hands and wait until you know that you know that you know that you could put it out there and no one will ever reject you. No one will ever turn you down. Everybody, like the whole world, inclusive, (laughs) they're all going to want what you have, (laughs) right? If you're waiting to create something like that because you can't handle the the no's, the no thank yous, you're going to have to ask yourself, am I willing to stay really frustrated and stuck because I watch everybody else who's not afraid to offer what they create, put it out there in the world, and they're not even really good at it yet. So if you're really good at it, I'm going to tell you, you've, you've missed some really good opportunities to learn about putting the offer out there, about telling the world what you've created and what you can do. There are just so many people out there doing what they can do. They could do it better. One day they will do it better. They're only going to get better at it because they put themselves into the process of starting, refining a bit, and then entering real refining process by sharing their offer. Then they learn to accept the rejection of what they offer because they do it with an, they do just do it often enough. And it simply ceases to become or feel personal. They begin to realize that it's not a rejection of them personally. It's actually a removal of people who are not the right people for the offer. It shows them where to offer next so that they can find the right people. And it shows them how to refine their offer further so that they find the right people who want what they have to offer and who are the right people that they actually want to work with. So the pain of rejection is what you might be scared of. And maybe you're calling it, oh, I'm just real perfect perfectionist about this. You know, I'm I'm going to wait. I'm going to keep refining it for a while longer. Well, I need you to consider this. Pain is a part of life and it's time to accept that. It doesn't point out failure when somebody says no. 
It points out process. It points out growth. It, it points out courage. And just because pain has been scary in the past and your brain now tries to avoid it, you can learn how to do the hard things that stretch you and create pressure and pain, and you can press on. You can do things that were once impossible to you, but now become options because you just put yourself into the process. And what if pain isn't really something to fear? What if rejection isn't all that bad? What if you make it neutral? Somebody's no is really just a neutral response. And instead of interpreting it as personal rejection, what if it's simply life's way of weeding out the the ones that you don't need? What if pain is simply life's way of letting you grow, letting you know that either growth is happening or something's out of alignment and pain lets you know to make a change? You deserve to work with amazing people who appreciate what you have to give and you deserve the acceptance that is going to come from the right people. You are worthy of attention and acceptance of being chosen, of being loved. And if you put what you create out into the world, you're going to find all of this. The ones who don't choose or like or need what you create, you'll find them. And you're also going to find the people who do choose, like, and need what you've created. And trust me when I tell you this, it far outweighs the pain when you find the joy of being chosen. The joy of one person out of a hundred choosing you can actually outdo all of the rejection and pain when you give it the focus. Well, that's a wrap on this today. I just want to remind you that God chooses you every day. He loves you right where you are in your process. And if you struggle to believe this, I encourage you to take this to him in prayer and tell him how you're struggling, that you've been believing a lie, that you are rejected, that you're an orphan, that you've been not wanted, liked, needed, and you're ready to trade it in for the truth, that you've been chosen and adopted just the way you are by a good father in heaven. He's not like your earthly mom or your earthly dad or the friends or all the people you felt rejected by. It's not his nature to reject you. That's not what he does. It is in his nature to adopt you when others abandoned and rejected you. It's that simple. You can go to him and trade in what you've been believing for what his truth is. Our brains are designed to change what we believe is called repentance, turning around. And it's totally doable, really simple, and completely worth it. All right. Bless you guys. Love you. Thanks for listening, and I want to remind you to go jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. That way you can grab all the free tools that are there and enjoy a great community of coaches. And if you found this free content on the podcast helpful in any way, please take 60 seconds to go to the Apple Podcast app on any iPhone and scroll down to give a five-star rating and write me a review because it's the best way to say thanks and let me know you're loving the show. Have a great one.